The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G., Jenny Frumer, John Janetta, and Linda Schub. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, Leadership Matters. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl G., and I bring you greetings from the Neighbors House Association in San Diego, California. With us today, we have Valerie Wright, who's the CEO of Wright Ideals Unlimited. Uh, Valerie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. G. Always a pleasure to join you. Yes, and then I'm excited that we have as a special guest today, Carolyn Denise Wright, who is the COO of Right Ideals Unlimited. Carolyn Denise, thank you also for being on the show today. Thank you, Dr. G. It's an honor to be here with you. Great. Well, it is a new year. I think this is actually my first show that I'm hosting this this um, new calendar year. And so excited to be with our audience today as we continue the conversation that my colleagues have started with regards to looking at strategic leadership in the nonprofit arena. So specifically today we're talking about integrating strategic leadership for organizational performance, a fascinating um, topic. I think in the um, episode description there's um, an acknowledgement of how – probably in the private sector, maybe more emphasis was given to strategic leadership. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what we've come to realize in the nonprofit as well as the uh, public sector is how important strategic planning and alignment are for us as well. And I think we've seen more and more of it being done in the last, I would say, um, 10 to 5 years, and now we absolutely know it's critical as we make sure that we're positioned not only to take care of um, our needs today, but to sustain ourselves and, and ensure their sustainability for generations to come and, and meeting the needs of uh, those that we serve. Uh, Valerie or Denise, do you want to say anything um, on this topic before we just kind of dive in and maybe receive questions from our listening audience? Yeah, Dr. G, I would, uh, this is Valerie. I would say, uh, one of the things you talked about is how, uh, for-profits have been, um, engaged in strategic leadership and setting, uh, strate- strategies that are aligned with operations. And I think that's a part of what has hit the nonprofit community so hard in these difficult economic times is that they were not strategically focused. Um, so, for the for the distance, they had not looked out to see what and set themselves in a position to deal with what was ahead. And I think mm-hmm. there were signs, and uh, many of them were so short-term focused. And we know, uh, especially if you're working at the community-based level, that they focus on what they need to get done today. And so 
what we've learned through this is how important um, being able to transition strategic leadership and develop strategic leadership and a culture of strategic thinking at all levels of the organization, how important that is for nonprofits going forward because uh, it's not going to get better for them in terms of resources anytime soon. Right. And so thank you for that. And, and as you're speaking, one of the things that come to mind for me that would be a good discussion to have uh, prior to um, jumping into questions from our listening audience is just, you know, when we talk about strategic leadership, what is it? What does it mean to be a strategic leader? What does it mean to think strategically uh, for an organization? Do either of you want to elaborate on that? Sure, I will. Thank uh, you. Yes. Um, this is Denise, of course. When we think of strategically um, looking at our our organizations, it is a long-term plan. It is um, looking at your organization and comparing it to what is happening now and what you project will happen. And it's being prepared, as Valerie said earlier, for those things that you may not think of uh, may hit unexpectedly, but when you plan strategically, you kind of put those things in place that if this happened, then we can ha- we can handle it because you sit down and plan with your leaders in a strategic way and you're looking at both your organization, how you're going to operate and how you will answer the questions that may arise. And you're looking at your resources, how can we get it done? Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. human resources as well as your capital. And that... Mm-hmm. Um, now aligns that you are able to answer questions and answer issues that may come up that may have been unexpected, but still you've made some plan to handle those things. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Very good. Um, Valerie, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I um, when I think about strategic leadership and what it means for an organization to be strategically um, have a culture of strategic thinking, uh, it's about forward-looking, you know, um, having an eye to the future, doing what we do and being in the moment, but also looking to the future. What are the trends? Where, uh, what is happening with services? What's happening with the population we serve? What's happening with the demographics in the country? Um, what's happening with resources? Who's giving? What are the um, issues of the day? And then positioning yourselves to be out in front of those things, preparing, uh, planning comes to mind in terms of th- being strategic, um, thinking about anticipating what can we do. So it's also innovating, anticipating and innovating ways to serve and to serve better. Uh, I would say we are talking about using business practices for nonprofits. Uh, one of the things businesses do is plan, and they are constantly revisiting plans. And I think we don't do enough of that in a consistent way in nonprofits. Um, and there are reasons for that, but uh, all, just being able to take a step back and figure out where it is you want to go, what do you want to be doing, and not reacting to what comes your way. Right. So um, being... Um, being out in front of it, creating a culture of empowerment in the organization so 
People are not waiting to be told what to do. They're thinking. They're looking. So at all levels of the organization, you have uh, leaders and um, individuals who are thinking outside of the box, who are looking for ways to improve, ways to um, to innovate the organization, keep it vital. And I think the other part of strategic uh, leadership is helping employees feel their own passion in the work because they give the organization vitality. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one we don't often think about when we think about strategic leadership is having an organization where people are passionate about the work, feel free to challenge things and um, bring new ideas to the table. Mm-hmm. Very good. You know, and so to add some structure to that when we're thinking strategy, uh, you know, strategy is really about the future and how right. things fit together. And even, um, I think, wanting our listeners to just kind of understand the strategic planning process from a perspective of being able to ask ourselves questions that might put us in somewhat of a strategic framework. One of the resources that's available on the Internet is the County of San Diego. Their general management system really provides a great overview and a nice how-to guide around strategic planning. And I don't bring that up to necessarily say um, following it just for the process of the formal strategic planning, but really asking questions that encourage strategic thinking. But mm-hmm. to kind of go through what is that strategic planning process, it begins with looking at what I like to refer to as a strategic filter. So the strategic filter is getting in touch with, you know, what's your mission? What do you do? Um, who do you do it for? And what's the value that you add to those you serve in society at large? And the vision with regards to where are you headed? You know, where are you going? And then what are your guiding principles are your values, what is important um, for how you go about conducting yourself as you go about actually um, accomplishing the um, long-term vision. And then um, after kind of looking at those things, I think that becomes real important to revisit and look at frequently um, Mm -hmm. because what can sometimes happen that makes us not so strategic is nonprofits and even public municipalities can be so tied to what constituents want or to what the grant stipulates Mm -hmm. that the eye goes to operational planning of really, you know, how do we um, get done that which we've been mandated through our funding sources to do versus also making sure that, one, that when we're going after funding, it's consistent with our mission and our vision and our values, and... um, Two, that um, we're not just looking at what we currently have in the door and what we're doing today, but really assessing that community and seeing what's needed and, um, you know, doing that gap analysis after kind of looking at the market um, and the community needs and beginning then to um, take the environmental scanning data um, as we're um, kind of preparing to really examine and think about the strengths and the weaknesses internal to the organization and the opportunities and threats external to the organization to really think about what are the most important what's we should do, which very often is referred to as um, strategic initiatives. Um, And then what is the 
five-year fiscal planning that needs to go along to kind of support getting from where you are to where you want to go. And so, uh, again, as a good resource, Googling the city, the county of San Diego's um, going to their website and, and looking at their general management system and um, a how-to guide that they have around strategic planning can be a, a good resource for getting people to just kind of think about that formal process of strategic planning. But I like to say anytime you sit down and you're asking yourself, you're kind of getting out of your day-to-day, what do I have to do operationally in this moment or in the next moment, but when you can really get in that space that has you looking at, um, you know, what's coming, you know, where do I want to be two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now? Um, what's on the horizon with regards to those things that might be advantageous to take us to where it is we're trying to go? Always doing that SWOT, um, looking at opportunities and threats externally and really taking some time to look at the strengths and weaknesses internally and figuring out how do we leverage the strengths and shore up the challenging areas and leverage the opportunities and um, create some... Um, less vulnerability as it relates to the threats is really thinking uh, strategically um, for that organization. So just some um, uh, thoughts about that topic in general. Uh, Valerie, yes. Um, any other thoughts yourself or Denise want to share before we move into questions from our listening audience? No, um, I don't think I no. think you summed it up well, no. Dr. G. Okay. So why don't we begin there? Why don't we... Uh, Oh, looks like we've got to put a pause in and, and actually take a break. And when we come back, we will look at just jumping right in to seeing what our listening audience is thinking and what their questions are on this fabulous topic of integrating strategic leadership for organizational performance. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or send an email to Dr. G. Her email address is drg at innovisions.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. 
Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G., Jenny Frumer, John Janetta, and Linda Schub. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to drg at innovations.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we're back with more on Leadership Matters. Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. I'm Cheryl G., your host for today, and with me is our um, producer, our associate producer, Valerie Wright, who is with Right Ideas Unlimited, keeping a pulse on the listening audience. We're looking forward to, Valerie, hearing from you with regards to questions from the listening audience. But before we do, I also want to announce that we have a special guest, Carolyn Denise Wright, um, COO of Right Ideals Unlimited, based there with uh, Valerie Wright in West Palm Beach, Florida. So, Denise, thank you for joining us today. Thank you again, Dr. G. I appreciate the opportunity. Yes. And, Ms. Valerie, why don't we start with uh, questions from the listening audience or comments. Please continue to send in either questions or comments. We take both of them and, and appreciate them. Yes. I have a question. Well, yeah, I have a question here from Sam in California. Sam says, please discuss the relationship between strategy, tactics, and strategic planning. Okay, wonderful question, Sam. Thank you for that. Um, Denise, or I should say Carolyn Denise, or Valerie Kay, either of you want to start us off <laughs> with the response from Sam? I can, I can get us going, Dr. G. Thank you. Um, I think when we talk about... Um, strategy, tactics, and strategic planning, I would start with strategic planning, which is the process that is used to develop strategy um, and tactics. So when we talk about um, strategy, it's answering the question, what is it we're trying to accomplish? What is it the organization is positioning itself to do? Um, and it strategy is the what part of strategic planning. And then when we talk about tactics, it's about answering how are we going to accomplish this. So in strategy, we set um, goals that we want to accomplish. With tactics, we take action. We set actions that help us accomplish the goal. And as a collective, that becomes our strategic planning process that produces a strategic plan. Uh, So I think that that's the simple answer. Okay. Uh, yeah, that strategy pretty mm-hmm. much um, guide our actions to reach our goals, and that happens at all levels of the organization. Wonderful. Um, and uh, Denise, would you like to add to that? Yes, um, absolutely. What Valerie is saying is correct. I agree with her. Um, just want to say that. Um, tactic also is more of a short term that you're looking at it right here. When you look at that entire process of strategic planning, it is a long-term uh, process that you're going through because it entails every detail of um, 
the entire process of strategic planning to get that strategy in place um, with your for your organization and looking at how you're going to achieve those goals with your um, planning in the strategic plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate uh, both of those uh, definitions and inputs for Sam. Sam, the other thing I might add is that very often we will refer to tactics about being really what's next. And when we talk about sometimes being on the dance floor versus being in the balcony, being on the dance floor, I'm kind of doing the dance and I'm, and my perspective is limited to kind of me and my space that's around me. But if I go up to the balcony, I can see everybody on the dance floor doing their thing. And with strategy, it's kind of like being in the balcony. It's kind of getting up on the, um, up, up in that space where I have a broader perspective where I can see how all the pieces are moving and grooving together. And um, from that, then begin to figure out really what's most important so that I don't become so engaged in one piece or one aspect that I forget to ha- ha- about how it all fits together or what really is most important. So another way of maybe looking at um, tactics and strategy Going back to what Valley started us off with saying, the strategy is about that long range, that important what that we're trying to accomplish, the plan, making sure that we don't get so caught up in the day-to-day that we really forget to make sure we're guiding um, what's most important to accomplish the whatever that strategic goal was as well. So just uh, an added thought to that, um, Sam. Thank you so much for your question. Valerie or... Um, Carolyn, Denise, anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, one of the things I I didn't say, but I think um, strategy is really tied to the vision, uh, and you want to always be clear that your strategy is um, set to achieve the vision. You know, and it sounds simple, Mm -hmm. but often you see organizations working outside of the vision because their strategy is not aligned Mm -hmm. with what they do, what they see the organization accomplishing through the Mm -hmm. vision. Mm -hmm. Because that vision is really, it is what the organization is all about. It's Mm -hmm. the dream. It's the, um, it is what you have said you would accomplish over the life of your organization. And, um, If your strategy does not support reaching that vision and it's not aligned, then the organization really is out of um, pretty much operating dysfunctionally. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. see it a lot. Um, Sometimes that happens because of funding opportunities, and we, especially in nonprofit world, where the organization goes after funding which is not aligned with the vision. So the strategy you set is not about achieving the vision, but it is aligned with getting uh, resources that does not even support the vision. Right. So I think that's a really nice distinction with regards to that strategic planning and the strategy is all about where do we want to go. Yes, Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Good. Valerie, you have another question from our listening audience? I do. I have a question from Yvette in Florida. Um, Yvette says, as a new supervisor in my organization, I would like to become more strategic in how I lead and manage my team and serving the clients and add value to the organization overall. 
what are some ways I can work on developing skills for leading strategically? Mm. Mm, nice question, Yvette. Thank you so much for sending that in. Um, Carolyn Denise or Valerie Kay, either of you want to go first with regards to responding to Yvette? I'll respond. Okay. Um, Denise here. Thank you, Denise. Yes, Yvette. Um, looking at ways to to develop your, your skills for, for leading strategically, I would say um, make sure you understand the vision as we speak here today um, in strategic planning. It is aligned. It is looking at the mission of the organization to ensure that your department, your area, is uh, aligned with the strategic plan for the organization, looking at the mission statement, does your organization line up? Then we want to look at um, your, your skills for managing and the competency of your, of your staff to, uh, to uh, reach the goals that have been set. So those are some of the things that I look at, looking at your high potential staff members. How can they help you reach those those goals. So a part of that is knowing your staff, um, knowing your clients, uh, being a part of leadership training and programs to help uh, build your skills and your staff as well to build a team that will work together. So those are some of the things that I, I would suggest looking at. Wonderful. Thank you. Valerie Kay, anything you want to add? Yes. Um, I would definitely, and I said it earlier, but I think a strategic leader is always anticipating what's coming next. So they're not just taking care of the business of today. Uh, I don't. Uh, did she say where her position was? I think she's a new supervisor. So in mm-hmm. that role, rather than just looking at what are my tasks for today, look at what is it that our program does and what's going on in the world around me. Uh, what's happening outside of the organization that might impact the work I'm doing through the program or might impact the organization larger and then say where I am in this corner, what is it I can be doing? Again, forward-looking, anticipating what's coming, um, not just being a let's follow one, two, three and checking off the boxes. The other is um, the way you look at problems, thinking critically in a way that allows you to see problems or challenges and then reframe them in a way that allows you to get at root causes of what you're dealing with, that allows you to uh, understand, you know, maybe among your team what's what's going on beyond what you see on the surface. So, being uh, asking questions of yourself, of others, being reflective uh, so that as you look at making decisions and uh, planning that you are looking critically, you're looking uh, and asking questions at every level that allow you to see what's really going on, that get you a good analysis so that you make decisions that are broader um, than just what, is right in front of you. And I think one other thing I would add to that, um, Dr. G, is that I think it is important to seek honest feedback. That makes 
us critical thinkers when others ask us challenging questions, and I don't mean, you know, in a uh, confrontational way, but being open as a leader to have others come to you and raise questions about, did you think about this? Have you thought about that? Um, And not being offended or feeling challenged, but having a conversation that then opens us up to new information, new ways of seeing an issue, a problem, or uh, an opportunity that's bigger than just our own narrow view. Okay, great, very good. Good thoughts. You know, so, Yvette, I would just add um, and and say, yeah, that strategic filter, familiarize yourself with the mission, vision, and um, values of the organization. If there's a strategic plan, become familiar with it. Set aside some time so that you can have the space to think strategically. So just like you put other appointments on your calendar to meet with others, put some time on your calendar to really engage strategically. Um, and hopefully we've given you some things to think about. When we come back, we'll take more questions from our listening audience on this fabulous topic of integrating strategy and leadership for organizational performance. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or send an email to Dr. G. Her email address is drg at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Health costs companies a lot more than just benefits, premiums, and health plans. Think about the underlying cost with not having healthy employees in the program investing in the future. Creating Wealth Through Health, host Susan Doherty will discuss employee wellness programs, how staying healthy affects the bottom line, and how to get your team engaged in better health as a way of life. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G., Jenny Frumer, John Janetta, and Linda Schub. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email to drg at innovations.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. All right, thank you. And we're back with more on Leadership Matters. I'm your host for today, Cheryl G. from the Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California. And with us today, we have Valerie Wright, CEO of Wright Ideals Unlimited in West Palm Beach, Florida, and her COO uh, with Wright Ideals Unlimited, 
Carol and Denise Wright. Thank you both for being with us. Thank you, Dr. It's G. good to be here, Dr. G. <laughs> yes, and Valerie, as always, is keeping a pulse on that listening audience and bringing us in the uh, comments and thoughts. So, Valerie, can we go to the next question or comment that you've received? Yes, I have a question from Bruce in Florida. Bruce states, sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied today. To be honest, I am not sure if our organization is operating in a strategic manner or if I, as a program director, am a strategic leader. I find myself responding in, quote, got to get it done and stay one step ahead mode, close quote. Help me understand how to assess whether or not, whether or how our organization is or can operate strategically and what we can do to shift the momentum. Mm, fabulous question, that Bruce, is Florida. Interesting, yes. yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, anyone like to go first on that? Uh, I'll take a stab at this. It's it's very it's a complex thing because there are a lot of variables here. But the first thing I would say is one of the basics to a strategic organization is do you plan? Yeah. You, if you're not planning, that means you're not looking ahead. Um, I, I think that's just a simple question Mm -hmm. and if you are planning then how engaged are you across the organization with planning is it just the top tier are you engaging individuals from the board the top tier mid-level front line and um, are you revisiting your mission statement your vision statement Um, do you have are you doing the same thing this year that you did 10 years ago with no changes, are you innovating? Are you a learning organization? How are you capturing what you know, the the, the um, organizational intelligence, and what are you doing with that? How are you using it? Just some questions that would allow you to begin mm-hmm. to think, are we doing these things? And if we're not, then you're probably not being as strategic as lead- in your leadership or in how you're uh, operating your organization as you could be. Great. Good food for thought, Valerie. Thank you. Denise, anything you'd add? Um, just regarding uh, when we're looking, when, when uh, Bruce is looking at his organization, how are you, as Valerie said, do you have mission and vision? Are you uh, have plans to, to reach certain goals? And are those goals measurable? Um, is there a written plan? How do you develop your staff? Are the, your staff um, knowledgeable on your goals, on your mission, on your vision? All of those are components that make up a strategic plan and help an organization to look at its vision and, and have some direction. Is there a distinct direction of where your organization is going? And is that direction and a plan that can be interpreted, can be understood by both you as well as other staff? Yeah, love that too. Thanks, Carolyn Denise. First, yeah. you know, one thing I might add um, to that along that same vein, you know, the strategic plan really is about, you know, where do we want to go? The operational plan is how do we get there from here? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that can be helpful in making sure that we kind of shift gears and that we are, yes, taking care of what needs to get taken care of on a day-to-day um, basis but not just stuck there, is to make sure that we do have a cascading approach 
to setting goals. And so whereas I have the day-to-day things got to get done um, that um, is just part of being operational leader, I also have some important goals that link to the strategic direction of the organization. And just by having some strategic goals that are linked to the long-term direction and the strategy of the organization, it can pull us up and make sure that what we're doing um, isn't just um, on the day-to-day grinding it out, making it happen, but it's also on the, you know, looking down and um, nudging the organization as a whole toward its most important strategies and initiatives. So some additional food for thought. I hope that's helpful, Bruce. Again, thank you so much for your question. You know what I want to Yeah, you want to add something? Yeah, I, I thought about a story I heard when I worked for Lockheed Missiles and Space Company about NASA mm-hmm. when they were talking about um, strategic plan, um, creating strategy in the organization. And they were, the um, story goes that they had so engaged and uh, involved employees at all levels of the organization that. It, when a janitor was asked what was his role, he understood how keeping the rooms clean, keeping them free of dust or whatever, connected to getting a man in space and could it, could elaborate on that. Not in you know to he would under, he would um, his response would say my role is to make sure that the room is clean and maintained such that. It supports getting our ship, our spaceship, in orbit. And I think that is when you know you are being strategic. So everybody is working toward getting the ultimate vision and mission met each and every day because they are focused and, as Rudy Johnson used to say, laser-focused on making it happen. Yeah, fabulous, and I love that, just having yeah. each person be able to connect what they're doing to that broader vision, to the strategy, yeah. and not so much just talking about um, what I'm doing, but why I'm doing and how why to connect it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Great. Thank you, Valerie. Do you have another question? But before we move there, um, Carolyn Denise, was there anything you wanted to add? No, that was fine, yes. Great. Thank you. Thanks again, Bruce, and thank you, Valerie and Denise. Okay. We have a question from Deborah in California. Deborah says, as a government employee, I am frustrated by some of the ways we respond to things we know are coming down the pipe. It seems as if we wait until they are right up on us and then get into motion. It is really a matter of the top knowing and not sharing with mid-level managers who are the implementers. Is there a way to be strategic in these type of situations where you are responding within a bureaucracy? Wow. Yeah, thank you, Deborah, for your question. Any thoughts, uh, Valerie or um, Denise, either if you'd like to start off with the response to Deborah? I'm going to bat that to you unless Denise wants to start. (laughs) How did you handle that? Okay. Well, Deborah, you know, I think that um, one of the best ways to try to get in front of those types of challenging situations is to manage up by asking strategic questions. Um, You know, sometimes upper-level managers aren't sharing information not because they don't want to, but they just haven't thought about it. So, 
um, asking questions, is there anything coming down the pipe? Um, you know, is there something that we should be thinking? You know, you can ask questions about um, two-year goals, one-year goals. You can ask questions about what's six months from now is there something we should be preparing for. If I'm getting a day's notice or a week's notice, you know, I can ask questions about, you know, is there anything we should be positioning and looking at that's coming down the pipe uh, next month so that um, if you happen to have a leader or leaders in that mid-level um, space where, um, or I should say not mid, but the top-level space, because it sounds like you're mid-level, but if you have um, top-level uh, executives who aren't sharing with you as a mid-level, again, I would probably um, encourage you to ask questions that then encourages them to share information that otherwise might be missing. Um, that's my initial thought, just kind of managing up through the evoking of questions. Anything you would add to that, Denise or Valerie? I think you hit it on the head. I I would say that um, it is about um, developing that communication um, line so that the more that is done is uh, what I'm trying to say, create a culture uh, where the manager feels the need to share information and share sooner rather than later, um, which becomes empowering to her as a mid-level manager, uh, but also raise the manager's awareness of how her um, not sharing or his (laughs) uh, impact the organization as a whole, or in this case the division or business unit as a whole. Um, And I think just taking responsibility for that, as you suggested, is pretty much clear-cut. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd add, uh, Denise? Only in um, the communication style. Sometimes managers may or may not share information because it's not their form of communication. So I think understanding the manager, um, how how information flows from one to the other, and how that manager will give information. And I think just knowing the form of communica- communication is another um addition to getting that information. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah, uh, for your question. Valerie, any other questions from our listening audience? Yes, I have a question from James in Georgia. Uh, James states, I hear what you are saying about strategic leadership and how it has worked for for-profit organizations. However, uh, it really sounds daunting when you are working for a nonprofit in this economy and always moving upstream, responding to funders, program requirements, etc. How does strategic thinking trump the demands of maintaining funding, responding to overwhelming needs, and the other demands of the nonprofit sector? Wow, that's a mouthful, um, Jane. A mouthful. (laughs) And yet I feel his pain. (laughs) Yes, great question, and I'm sure many of us feel his pain. So, James and Georgia, thank you for your question. Um, Either of you want to uh, start out or... Yeah, you know, I've worked in in, um, nonprofits, both um, small and large, and it always seems um, that we're we're in that position of reacting to, but I think we can get command of that, James, 
one by just we do what we make time to do. So even in our haste, if we, um, as the leader of the organization, as a senior manager, whatever your role is, if you can stop the flow of all of the energy and pull people in a room and talk about, you know, for one hour a week, you you have that much time to stop and look out over the horizon. Number one, it would give everybody a moment to breathe <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then collect their thoughts and then begin to have conversations. Um, and so that would, one, get the conversation started, uh, and then it would begin to create a culture of how do we do this differently, mm-hmm. uh, start mm-hmm. to think about what, it, what yeah. keeps us on this cycle, this wheel. Right. Dollar, I'm going to put a comma there because it sounds like okay. we need to go to break. But, James, when we come back, we'll share more on that because I, too, see, I really don't see strategic thinking as trumping, but I see it as being part of maintaining funds. So we'll say right. more on that starting out with Valerie when we come back. Uh, so please stay with us. We'll be back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network leadership matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. need to improve leadership staff or organization performance contact InnoVisions today for quality effective and affordable leadership staff and organization development training coaching and consulting services call 858-244-8264 that's 858-244-8264. Or send an email to Dr. G. Her email address is drg at innovisions.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. How is your plan going? Could you use a little help on your path to success? Why not step up and play big? Join host Chris Ruisi for a show that will help you identify the possibilities that await you. Too many people succumb to just being average when they could be exceeding average without too much more effort. It's time for you to become exceptional. Raise the bar to your success. Basically, it's time for you to step up and play big. Join Chris Ruisi every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G., Jenny Frumer, John Janetta, and Linda Schub. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to drg at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we're back with more on Leadership Matters. Uh, I know before we went to break, uh, Valerie, you were like mid-sentence and <laughs> responding to our previous question from, I believe it was James, was it? 
And Georgia? Yes. Great. Yes, I want to give you an opportunity to complete your thoughts for James and the rest of our yes. listening audience. Uh-huh. Yes. So I was saying to um, James that um, when we think about um, this energy that you described, if we stop and take a moment to plan and um, up front um, be- begin to look at what's out in the distance, we would actually see that it's a part of what we need to be doing in order to achieve the things that you talked about in terms of moving upstream, planning, and being strategic would allow us probably to move up with less struggle and striving and be more focused and calm about how we went forward. Uh, Everybody would be on the same page. We would have collective energy around our strategy. We'd have um, focused attention to uh, the goals, as we talked about early, earlier in the show, strategy, tactics, uh, and the vision and the mission. When everybody in the organization understand that vision and mission uh, and are working toward it, then we have a force that's, the collective force moving forward and not the energy of spinning around um, the things that are happening external to us or um, uh, those things that funders require that be built into how we did our work, uh, as Dr. G said, operationalize our strategy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, yes. um, Valerie, are you trying to say something else? No, uh, I think that was Denise. She sounds oh, like I'm me. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Denise, that was Denise. I heard a voice in there. Denise, were you going to add to that? Yes. Um, you're absolutely right with, with the strategic planning. It helps prepare you because in that strategic planning, you're actually forecasting things that's going to happen. And so... In the forecast, you're prepared, and and I say that because even now I'm seeing Right Ideas is engaged in a project now where we're working closely with uh, some nonprofits. And it's so exciting to see that they have prepared, they've done strategic planning, and they are actually able to answer the call for funders who are funding things that have been projected and now they have those programs in place that they can receive funding because of the strategic planning that had been done. So yes. it, there are a lot of things that um, can get in the way of strategic planning, but as Valerie said, we have to take the time to sit and plan and think and, and put these things in place because in the long run it pays off. Yes, great. So, yeah. So, James, I'm just going to underscore again your question with regards to how does strategic thinking trump trump the demands of you know maintaining the funding? I believe you said uh, responding to overwhelming needs and other demands that we're faced with in the nonprofit sector. I say strategic thinking. It, it it's not about trumping the demands. It's really about helping to position us to meet those demands. So, again, thank you so much because I think that everyone. Um, struggles with, you know, do I take care of today or tomorrow? And I think our challenge is to do both and be positioned for both. So um, I'm um, torn with Valerie asking if you have another question, but also wanting to move to asking the two of you a question that I want to ask all of our guests this year. So, um, Valerie, is there another hot question from our listening audience, or shall we move to? Um, 
I think we can move to the question. To the leadership question, because I think we want to be consistent with that. Yeah, I do. I want to commit to this year, making sure I ask all of our guests this question, and that is simply, who do you most admire as a leader and why? And a follow-up to that, just to think about, is what is leadership to you? But let's start with who do you most admire as a leader and why? Valerie Kay or, I'm going to say, yeah, Valerie Kay or? Um, I'll go to our guest. Okay. Let our guest so, go. Carolyn Denise, who do you most admire as a leader and why? Okay. Um, a leader that many people will not know, but I have to say it is uh, Dr. Timothy J. Winters. Okay. And why Dr. Winters? Um, I have seen this gentleman in the workplace, both as a pastor and as um, a boss or a manager, a CEO, president. And he is the kind of person who does, um, has gotten into the strategic plan. He's retired now, but his leadership and how he mentors and how he um, directs his staff and how he uh, encourage and influence the staff to be uh, a group of people who will reach that common goal, who who strategically plan and look at um, things that are not so easy to achieve. Okay. And I, 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 I admire him for that. Wonderful. And what is leadership to you? It's, uh, leadership is an influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, that motivates others to to move, to work together, to reach a goal, to 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 look at a mission and and say yes, we can accomplish this, and and can say this is how we get it done. So that leadership influences. Wonderful. And Valerie Kay, how about for yourself? Who do you most admire as a leader, and why? Thank you, Carolyn Denise. Yes. Yes. I I have to say um, Nelson Mandela, and I think he's one of many that I admire at that level, but um, because we've really been seeing and hearing more and I've learned more about him in the last few months than I um, knew previously, I've just, my admiration and respect and amazement of him has just increased by volumes, um, understanding as I've listened to him, you know, they play clips of him on different shows and Listening to him, he never took credit for the collective work, which he led, but he always said it was the will of the people. Um, And I just admire that because at the end of the day, even if you cast the vision, you cannot accomplish that in and of yourself as a leader um, because it leadership, which I'll just move right into, leadership is about, having followers or at least others that you have some ability to influence. And my vi- my uh, definition of leadership is that you have the capacity to bring a vision to reality by um, um, garnish- garnishing the collective power of others. So your ability to bring others together to bring a vision to uh, fruition. Uh-huh. No, very good. I love that. I think that uh, it goes well with, with Coons and Ponzers. I think it's probably one of my favorite definitions around leadership with regards yeah. to 
you know, leadership is the art of mobilizing others to want to achieve shared aspirations. And I think that both what uh, you shared, Valerie, and what um, Denise shared fits well into that. Mm-hmm. So thank right. you. Thank you both for that. Um, yeah, so as we wind down and um, prepare to transition off, is there one last uh, thought from a or question from a listening audience? Oh, looks like we don't have time for it. Oh. So we'll carry it over if there was one and make sure that we maybe bring it into our next show. So again, I want to thank both of you for being with us today, Valerie and Carolyn. Thank you, Dr. G. Yes, and thank, thank you, Dr. G. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you also to our listening audience for sending in your questions and to our listening audience that didn't send in questions but tuned in. We so appreciate it. Please join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G., Jenny Frumer, John Janetta, and Linda Schub is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter.